0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. I want to stay with the offensive line because the overall reaction is Jonah gets owned by Miles Garrett and it's pretty much his whole career and he looked bad out there. You talked about it. You said everyone pretty much looked bad when it comes to the offensive line. I mean, is that credit to who they're playing against when you look at the Brown side or or what's going what went wrong tonight?
2: Uh, I don't think the Browns pass rush is. Cowboys Steelers level. They've got a guy like that, but it wasn't even just him. It was Taki Taki got a forced fumble, a strip sack, Uh, the linebacker because Mixon couldn't hang on that block long enough. And oh my goodness, I I see the takes about Burrow can't hold on to that ball. Well, that's one of the only times he held on to the ball because he's so sped up from getting hit every five seconds that he's dumping the ball off in the flats immediately. I mean, he's hitting this check down way too early. And it's all because early on in that game, Miles Garrett beats Lawell Collins and hits him from the back. Miles Garrett gets that chip sack. Miles Garrett is just constant pressure. And then the next drive, I spent all this time defending Jonah, saying, like, no, I hate late chips. That wasn't really his fault. He gets smoked by, like, a, a day three rookie for the Browns. And now I just, that's on him. He was alone on that. I don't know what happened. I, I'd have to rewatch it. There's not a lot of plays I rewatched during this game that was not one of them but I will rewatch it eventually and come away with a better idea but just you can't lose like that to a fifth round rookie then Jonah gives up more hits Collins is giving up hits the interior wasn't getting keeping a firm pocket for him just disaster and it felt like they weren't getting anything in the run game either they I do think you remove I think there might have been only one under or carry for Mixon. It was a rep of counter and it went for no gain. I think if you remove that, he was around four yards of carry and they just abandoned it, which whatever, seven carries for 27 yards was what that would be if I'm right. Um, not great. I, I, I don't like abandoning it because this defense has proven to be so bad against the run and they weren't down big until the second half. I don't know. At 35 pass attempts, he was sacked five times. So every seven dropbacks, he was taking a sack or so. Honestly, I just like the run game because it would have gotten Burrow hit less. That's that's like where I'm at right now. And the other thing is, there was the scene ball to Hurst. The Boyd touchdown was a tip pass by a defensive by a defensive back. Then there was finally that Higgins dunk touchdown. And it almost felt like why didn't why didn't they try that at some other point? Because T's not a guy that's gonna gain six yards of separation and come wide open for those, but I feel like he should have gotten a few more chances to try to go up and play above the rim against these corners. I mean, the tallest one I know Greg Newsom's about six feet. I think Greedy Williams is under six feet. The one guy I Oh agree Williams, six foot two. just look that up. Wow. I still would have trusted T in that situation, <laughs> but uh just looking up Martin Emerson real quick who's also six foot two. T's like six four and gangly. he's got long arms. I feel like I would have just tossed him up some some passes. I, I don't know that, and Maybe it's hindsight because it worked. he caught a forty one yard touchdown. but just in my mind it's like when I saw that happen I was like I was kind of hoping that they would try that some point when they're when when the game was starting to get out of hand when it's third down or second down and you're looking at a third and long possibility, just put it up for your guy. I I don't know. I I can't see down the field either. Maybe they had a bracket or they always played over the top on him, except for that touchdown. that's when they finally took the shot. But really felt to me that that was a missed opportunity to not throw any of those earlier.
1: Uh, Some of the biggest talk and and what I noticed on social media was, again, when national, this is why I hate when this team is on on primetime, because there are a lot of people who are watching this team for the first time this season, and they're going off of what they saw. And maybe the playoffs last year just highlights from some of the shows. And the biggest thing is Jamar Chase MVP. Jamar Chase is the MVP. That's who this, you know, and I'm like, Yes, Jamar Chase, we knew we know what a big difference he is. This guy played injured against the Atlanta Falcons and put up Amazing numbers, had two touchdowns, and was just awesome to watch last Sunday. He's a big part of this offense. And when you have a Jamar Chase, a T. Higgins, and a Tyler Boyd out there, and they're healthy, this offense is rolling, putting up 30-plus. And they really were getting it going over the last few weeks. You lose Jamar Chase, you know you're going to be without Jamar Chase, you get a game plan, and you still have T. Higgins, you still have Tyler Boyd. I mentioned all those weapons out there. The problem is I feel like they would have still had problems with Jamar Chase out there today, the way they looked. I, I just, I didn't, I didn't see. I, I hate saying this because I don't get paid to play the game, but they didn't look prepared at all. So I don't know. I don't. I, so now I we've had all this talk
2: about the players underperforming, but when every player underperforms, that's, that's probably a little bit of coaching, right?
1: Yeah. And that's why when I say, when you say the word, they don't look prepared. The first thing you think is the coaches didn't have them ready. I think it can be, I think it can be everyone. I think it can be, I can, I think, you know, at times it can be Joe Burrow's fault. I think it can be your offensive line's fault. I think it can Probably be your playmaker's it. fault. I think it could be Mike Thomas's fault when he drops the ball.
2: Oh goodness. Yeah. That, that was a momentum killer. Just.
1: I mean, if you're, if you're Joe Burrow, you don't want to give him the ball anymore, but you really don't have a choice. I actually
2: saw, I felt like I saw Trent. I don't know which one. Trent
1: Irwin. I was going to say
2: Irwin, but I was like, he got called up. Was it really him?
1: Yeah, he was out there. (laughs) I think
2: it was him, but yeah, I I think I saw more Trent Irwin right after that drop. And Thomas has been bad as an outside receiver.
1: I mean, he had a touchdown in the Steelers game and dropped it. Um, But at the same time – He had
2: about 500 yards in that Steelers game, and he just couldn't read the coverage. That's what I saw.
1: So they have a problem. They have a problem –
2: I wasn't asking for Josh Reynolds because I think Josh Reynolds is a savior. I was asking because I don't think their wide receiver three should see the field at this point other than special teams.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it, but it's really at this point, they have a problem and yeah. I, I know Jamar Chase is a difference maker. Would I feel better about the way they are moving? Probably, probably making plays, but at the same time, they still have issues and maybe they're masked. Maybe it's, you know, it's covered up a little bit when you have Jamar Chase healthy, when you have T Higgins healthy, when you have Tyler Boyd healthy, but I think the blame can go around to every single person that was there tonight. I truly don't know a player that, that had a good game. I mean, you was the
2: only one I could think of.
1: I mean, that's really, that's really bad. That's really <laughs> just bad. One.
2: And uh, I just saw on Twitter that he went to the X-ray room uh 15 about 15 minutes ago from when we were recording this. So could have lost him too, one of the best players on this defense.
1: Yeah, and that's something to watch out for. Obviously Trey Hendrickson got injured but was played was playing out there. Same it it's it just it's absolutely a mess when it comes to injuries right now and you're hoping that none of them Are long term and hopefully we get a better update as the week goes on when we're recording later in the week. But yeah, I mean the biggest talk is you're being you're gonna be without Jamar Chase for a little while. And if this is how your offense is gonna look, I mean that's those are some scary days ahead.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Not only if this is how the offense looks, defense has enough injuries, I don't think they're going to be top five. I don't think they're be top eight. Even when Raider comes back, it's like top tens a stretch. Like, you're yeah. almost... Without your number one corner, and then without, we'll have to see on Hubbard, but it feels like the injury bug is just really biting this team, and not in the places they have a lot of depth.
1: No, and that was the biggest thing, I will say this, because I hate bringing up last year, I truly do, but I love it at the same time, especially doom and gloom right now, I can look back on 2021 and think about how fun it was to watch that team, but I will never say last year was luck. I will never say they just got lucky and found ways to just win their division, beat the chiefs twice and, and just be a really fun team in 2021. But the one thing that they did have on their side besides talent was they were healthy. And I mean, yeah, you know, here and there, they would deal with a few injuries, but guys would come back. They had Logan Wilson out. He came back T. Higgins out. He came back. Um, and that's something that we're seeing really early right now in the schedule. I mean, you're starting November right now, and you're dealing with some star injuries on this team, and you're right in the middle of the pack. You drop three in your division. I'm not trying to be negative, but this is going to be really hard to bounce back by. You have that home game coming up. It's in an NFC team, and then you go in your and You hopefully get healthy out of it. But there are some big question marks. And the thing that really is a bummer is you play Monday Night Football – And the trade deadline is less than 24 hours and you have some major holes and decisions. And this team normally doesn't do the trades in season.
2: No, I don't expect a trade. Do you?
1: No, I don't.
2: It's fun to talk about, but I don't expect a trade. They're not going to trade for wide receiver. They brought in all those free agents. They're just going to sign one of those warm bodies and have them play. Uh, When it comes to corner, they need a corner. They'll just go sign a warm body off the street that can just see a few snaps. I think Eli Apple's back next week. So they'll have their, they'll have a starting trio, of sorts i don't know if the film is going to be kind to cam taylor britt he had a few fun plays i wouldn't be surprised if he's at fault for some of the things that happened he's a rookie making his first ever start and then Cheeto went out so then he's he's suddenly the best quarter on the field because trey Flowers is a tight end guy i think we learned that um there's man i feel like There's just so many bad performances. It's hard to come away from this game excited. And I know they play the Panthers next week, but I can't even look at that game as like, right now. it's just all these injuries and what PJ Walker just did. You know, I could see PJ Walker having a good game against this defense after what I just watched. I mean, I know the Browns have their number, but man, it's just, it is hard to say when every single player struggles. It's like when you see a movie and you have all these actors that you know are good, and it's like, oh, this looks bad to me. That starts acting like you start thinking that could be direction or that could be what's going on that's not the people that are giving the performance. So I don't want to just say these guys are all fine. This is all coaching, but man, it really does feel like every side of every facet of the game had issues coaching wise. I mean, the kick returns are an issue. I don't know if we need to talk about that, but another one to the 15 today, Um, they, the kick game. Oh goodness. I don't know. Nick missing an extra point and a 40 yard field goal when he was supposed to be automatic. I mean, we were talking about this guy as if he's Justin Tucker Jr. And uh, Justin Tucker, I don't know if he ever misses those. So two in one game. And then the snaps were high consistently from Adamitis on the kicks and then the punt that I don't know what to say about Hubert had a 20 yard punt today. That is yeah. the special team was terrible. And we haven't even talked about it because the offensive of defense were worse.
1: Yeah. I'm, I want to stay with the defense. I do want to get the special teams in the next segment, but I think with the defense, what is scary and what is kind of a bummer about it. I said during the game, like late in the game. And I said, this game stings more because they dropped the first two to begin the season. But at the end of the day, the way they look tonight and the injuries they are facing defensively to know that, you know, even if they struggle offensively, they were always able to pick it up on the defensive side and they just couldn't do that. And when everything, like I said earlier, when it rained, it poured and it was deja vu to the first matchup versus, versus the Cleveland Browns. It's just something about the Browns is, it's so wild to me that Jacoby and Baker Mayfield can go out there and just like look like superstars. And just, just demolish a defense. And they did that tonight. And Joe Burrow, I mean, he, he, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Joe.
2: He, he was bad. Um, so I'd give him a D for this performance. I don't think it was an F because I don't know. I could, but I don't think he was that off. Yeah. I, I don't think he was overly accurate. I think he was fine at times. Um, I don't blame that strip sack really on him too much. I think he just wanted to make a play after being bottled up for so long. I think he's too quick to the check down. He was very conservative today, very game managery. Which would be fine if the run game was working and those guys were breaking tackles when they got the ball out there. But no matter who was out there, they weren't breaking any tackles. It wasn't just Mixon. And, Mixon and dropped a ball, but Pete Ryan wasn't breaking any tackles out there either. It's just everybody. Nobody was breaking tackles to turn these short passes into good plays. And then pushing the ball downfield, it felt like they tried it a few times early and then they just abandoned it. And I don't know why. Uh, it felt like Tyler Boyd was going to have a game. And Then he ended up with like 40 yards and T Higgins, I mean, almost got shut out before that 41 yard touchdown that he would have had eight yards on the day if it wasn't for that. And that was in garbage time. I mean, a play that only he makes because, you know, he soars up above and he makes this awesome catch comes down with it. And that's why I'm saying they should have just thrown a couple up to him earlier because look, I trust he to come down with those more often than the corner. So why not? I mean, why not? That, when mean, you're down two scores, I just think, why not? You know, like what what difference does it make to stand there and you know dump the ball off to the flat quickly versus just just put one up? That, and that's why I want to see the all twenty-two before I complain too much. But in my mind, I, I I can't think that they just played too deep the entire game and didn't allow any of those shots. And if they did, my issue is like, why don't we have anything working down the field to beat those coverages? But I don't know. I, I have uh, I feel like. Too many complaints and um, not enough to be excited about. After this, this this is the uh, the worst I've felt uh, other than Super Bowl, I guess. But I did feel okay being that like eh, at least they made the Super Bowl. This is the worst I've felt since I want to say twenty twenty. I mean, I guess yeah, the injury that really deflated everything. <laughs> Definitely felt worse that day, but like just for a loss. This feels worse than last year's Browns game because it was closer last year's Browns game. It felt like there were moments. I was like, ah, you know, they just got off to a bad start. This one was like, it wasn't the bad start by the end of it. (laughs) This team should have lost by 40.
1: No, this was really bad. And I agree with you. I think i I, I would say this loss is the worst loss in the Zach Taylor era.
2: Even worse, even worse than the. I'm going to
1: take out 2019. Okay. I'm going to take out 2019. I'm only using. I I'd say in the Joe Burrow Zach Taylor era.
2: Even worse than when, when he went down.
1: Oh, I don't want to talk about that. We don't talk about that. We don't oh, okay. Talk about so that other than game. that one. That, that game does not count. That does not count. That game is. That was the not one
2: good. I was thinking of. That was definitely no because
1: worse. They, if he doesn't go down, they beat Washington, which was a legit defense, and they looked legit in the first half. So I don't want to think about that game. That game does not exist, ever.
2: Yeah, if you don't include that game, it's probably the worst I've felt. I would
1: never include that game because that would obviously top the worst game of the entire in the entire world. Uh, So, yeah, I will not speak of that game. We will move on to our next segment on it's always game day in Cincinnati.